back to Ed Burke here on the Hammer Betting Network, a daily live NHL show, previewing the uh, the night's games, going through, giving our best bets, as well as our new podcast that comes out every Wednesday with David Pagnotta, Dennis Bernstein, and Zach Bodenstein. New episode came out yesterday, so make sure to go check that out after you watch the show here today. And if you are on this channel, you've been here before, or you are new and you haven't hit that subscribe button, please make sure to do so. It takes a couple seconds. You can do it while you're watching the show right now. Hit that subscribe button. You'll get notified every time we go live and every time new videos drop on this channel. So money, Russ. I'm excited. We got 10 games today. Lots to look into. So uh, let's get started here first. Yep. We'll go through each of the games, preview them a little bit. If we've got bets, we'll go through that. And again, if you have questions, make sure to send them in the comment section on the uh, on the YouTube stream right now. We will see them in real time and we can get to them try to answer questions, all that kind of stuff. So start here with Minnesota heading to Columbus to take on the Blue Jackets. Minnesota right now holding on to second in the wild cards, second wild card spot in the West and uh, three points back of Edmonton, a game in hand on them. They're tied with it for points with Colorado, two points up on Calgary at this point. They're on a three-game win streak heading into Columbus here tonight. So, Money, if you're looking at this one against the worst team in the NHL, do you think this might be a spot here for Minnesota to keep things rolling and uh, continue this streak, or could we see it possibly come to come to a halt? I don't know what to think of this, uh, of this Columbus team right now. So um, we know they suck. Right, but <laughs> but they're also playing with with a large variance in their game. Um, they win in Toronto with with some luck involved, beat the Jets on a good um, Corpusalo game, then a legitimate win in Dallas, and now they're coming off an unlucky loss in in Arizona. So I I don't really have any idea kind of what kind of performance that we get from 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 Columbus. But what I do know is that there's no reason for the Wild to be laying this number on the road against against anybody, especially if um, if Flurry gets to start with the um, with the Wild starting a a back to back. I can see Flurry tonight, and then they go back to Gus uh, tomorrow um, with the Flurry start um, and the chaotic kind of high variance nature of the of the Blue Jackets game right now. I can make a case for Columbus based on the number. But I would need Flurry though, and um, yeah, there's there's just no way that I'd be I'd be willing to uh, lay that number on um, on uh, Minnesota. <clears throat> yeah, I think um, yeah, just to kind of reiterate some of what somebody said, I believe Flurry just got announced. Yeah, there Looks you go. Like uh, Mark Andre starting tonight and Gustafsson's tomorrow against Toronto, and yeah, I'm in the same boat, um, complete same boat here. I actually. I actually like um, Columbus a little bit on this number. You know, it's this is a tough spot because this is these are two teams I have. Uh, you know, I'm pretty much anti both of these teams this year. And um, you know, on the one side on Columbus, Corpus Allo is playing so much better than Elvis Merzlikens, and it looks yeah. like uh, we just got Corpus Allo confirmed as well. And uh, also the Michael Russo, the the Wild um, beat writer, is just uh, dropping some of the defensemen that are out. So it looks like. Jonas Brodine and John Merrill are both out for uh, for the wild defense. So, yeah, I actually think this is going to be a closer game than a lot of people think. I think that the more of a fair line is probably minus 150-ish, minus 160 for the wild. So I do see a little bit of value in the jackets. I don't think this will end up being a play for me just because it's pretty much right on my market number. Um, you add a little bit of the uh, – 
a little bit of the travel spot for for Minnesota and then, um, you know, just how how the Jackets have been playing. And I, I definitely lean the Jackets, but I don't think I'm going to get there here. Um, you know, if, if this number did – this number will probably adjust down. Uh, now that we're seeing – Mark andre Fleury confirmed and these couple of defensemen out for the Wild. I would think that this number will go down on the Wild. So if you do like the Blue Jackets, I'd, I'd say take it right now. Uh, but, yeah, I think, you know, we're kind of in the same boat here, but I'm not uh, – I'm just not quite there yet on pulling the trigger um, on the Jackets, although I think that is the right side. All right. Yeah, so let's we'll leave that one off. Go ahead. We, we can go half on the Jackets here. Yeah, I think that'd be, that'd be great. I yeah. All right. We'll do that. Then we'll go half unit on the blue jackets there, plus 160. And you guys yeah. are expecting this one to go down potentially as it goes along here. So mm -hmm. if you do want to track all the picks and see what we're what we're betting on, what we have for that night, make sure to go over to the BetStamp app. You can find that on iOS and Android. You can find us in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. You can see all the picks for that day, some of the futures that we have coming up, as well as our picks from previous days. So make sure to go over there. Give it a follow and check that out to see all the picks that we have on this show and how we've done throughout the course of the season. Um, Russ, a game here that you are looking at right now between the LA Kings and the New Jersey Devils. LA, second in the Pacific. That Pacific division is very, very close. You're looking at them two points behind Vegas. They've got one more game played than them. Uh, they're one point up on Seattle, one more game played than Seattle, a point up on Edmonton, same number of games played at any moment, any team winning a game, pushing it to overtime, just getting any type of point or losing points could swing things in kind of dramatic fashion there. It's essentially who's going to be facing off against who, and at this point, potentially even who's going to be out of a playoff position if Calgary decides to join the mix again and, and try to push back up in there. But this New Jersey team, on the other hand, is well into the playoffs as it stands right now. You're looking at them. They're second in the Metro, five points back of Carolina, but they're even four points up on the Rangers, who are well ahead of the uh, teams behind them in the Metro. 6-3-1 and one in their last 10. They did just lose to the Habs 5-2. to two. But New Jersey is 16, 11, and 2 at home. Uh, would you be looking to back the Devils here tonight against the Kings? Um, yeah, I think that my numbers have the Devils as a little bit of an edge here, a little bit of value, um, especially if you can get closer to minus 140 here. It looks like some of that value is slipping as uh, as they take some money. Um, but just to kind of go under the, under the hood a little bit, I actually have these two teams fairly close in my power rankings. I've got uh, – I've got uh, the Kings as 10th and I've got the Devils as 9th in my power rankings. And uh, we've really enjoyed betting on both those these teams recently. The Kings let us down uh, last game, a couple games ago against the against the Wild in a very, very close game that could have gone either way. Um, but yeah, I th my numbers have closer to minus 160 here for the Devils, so I probably will end up on a play. Um, now I'm, I'm certainly waiting to to get Phoenix Copley in goal. Uh, That's a huge downgrade from, from Jonathan Quick and Phoenix Copley. Uh, Copley's 30th in goals saved above expectation, and Quick is all the way down there at 91st goals saved in expectation. So I'm certainly uh, – and it looks like we will get Copley here. Um, they're on the first night of a back-to-back. -back. Uh, they travel again tomorrow night to play the Islanders, I believe. And so it looks like Quick will get that start. Um, so I'm sort of waiting, kind of monitoring the line – um, if we do get a Phoenix Copley confirmation, then I will be looking at the uh, then I'll be looking at the Devils probably. 
Yeah, I'm just looking into some of this. It looks like Vit Vanacek was just confirmed here. Yeah, he's in. Okay, so I'm looking opposite here. So, yeah, obviously um, we would want to go – we would want Quick to be confirmed to have a bigger edge um, than Copley. I'm sorry, I had that backwards. My bad. Um, so, yeah, this is a kind of a waiting game for me. As you know, you know, I love the Devils. <laughs> it's kind of been a weird last 10 games, though. They are uh, 17th in expected goals for and 17th in expected goals against, and the Kings are right there in the middle of the road also. So I think this should be a very, very close game. Um, so I'm sort of monitoring the goalie situation. Um, another thing that I have noted is the Devils are a lot better on the road than they are at home. The Devils are 21 and four on the road. Um, yeah. So that's just something that scares me a little bit. Um, but yeah, like I said, big, uh, big differences in the goalies for the Kings. So I think if we do get quick, I will certainly be on, certainly be on the Devils for sure. If we get Copley, then I might play the Devils for a little bit less. So I would, I would wait this one a little yeah, there is a there is a big difference in the Kings goaltenders right now. I think that yeah, um, um, that uh, what you want to do is um, if you um, quick like the, the way where this game is right now, I think I think it's lined correctly. Um, there's nothing for me here. Um, I do think that if Quick gets gets confirmed, that's where the edge gets created on on the on on the Devils at the where is it at? Sudden low low minus 140s mid mid minus 140s right now so i'm um, i i would play the play the devils up to the minus 153 range if mm -hmm. if if we get quick quick confirmed but uh right now we got nothing here yeah right. and yeah. also one thing to note here um just to quickly on my notes uh lindy ruff mentioned that there was some sort of illness going through the team right now uh in in, in including blackwood so uh which is why he's not playing um, so we need to keep an eye on that. So that's another reason why you probably want to wait this out a little bit. You don't want to be caught with a with a devil's ticket and then in warm up they, they have a bunch of guys out. And there's some uh, lineup adjustments as well. So um, on on like the lines in the in the morning skate right now. So mm -hmm. keep an eye on what's going on with that devil's team. Yep. Yeah. There's so there's a lot of uh, updates I need to do. You know, I need to get those exact line combinations in. Uh, but when you just look at it, you know, kind of on the surface, there are two teams that are fairly evenly, you know, evenly matched. One team has a lot better goalies and one team is at home. So that's kind of the way I'm looking. And Russ, you talked about your power rankings there, but uh, 17 Cali brings up Rob has mentioned uh, before it's something that he's kind of taken a factor in, or factored into how he's handicapping things but the west teams not being able to compete with some of the bigger powerhouses in the east is that something that was uh, goes into that consideration for you i know they were closer in your power rankings but uh how does that kind of factor in for you in looking at them yeah, honestly, it, I, it does not factor in much at all. But just because they've been dominating so much this year, yeah, you almost have to make a, you know, a kind of a custom adjustment or a, or a flip or a switch that you can flip um, when these, the East is playing the West. Because, yeah, I was just trying to bring it up. I, I believe that, you know, they're winning like a 60% clip um, against the East right now. So I think that that is something you, you know, you should incorporate to your handicap. But as far as like – um specifically in my model i do not have anything for that okay. fair enough 
All right, another game to look at here between two East teams tonight. The Sabres taking on the Tampa Bay Lightning down in Tampa. Buffalo right now is four points out of a playoff spot. Uh, between them and the playoffs, you're still looking at teams like Washington, Detroit, and Pittsburgh. And then finally, you get to Florida, who is holding on to that last wild card spot right now. They're four points back of them. They got five games in hand on the Panthers, seven points back of the Islanders, six games in hand on the Islanders. Uh, this Buffalo team did just lose to Toronto the other night in a 6-3 loss. You do kind of see them falter a little bit to some of these tougher teams. And in a spot here tonight against Tampa, who is one of the league's better teams, they're incredible at home. The only team better so far this year with, at home is the Boston Bruins, a 22-4-2 home record. So, Money, if you're looking at this spot, is this one where you're probably looking for Tampa to just take care of business against the Sabres at home? Yeah, the the Sabers are a little bit of a tricky team here. They are back to playing their playing uh, playing high 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 event games, and I don't and and they just don't have the consistent goaltending right now. Um, I would suspect Anderson gets to start, um, and even though he's a better option right now, it's it's still not enough for me to bet on the Sabers. Um, even against the Tampa Bay team that we've mentioned, um, they just show up when they like. So maybe maybe this is a game. The lightning takes seriously being at home, but but who knows? Um, I'm not I'm not interested in enough in finding that out with my money though. Yeah, yeah, pretty much the same goes here. You know, if you watch the show before, I do not bet against the lightning at home very often at all. If we go to, if we're going against the lightning, it usually is on the road, um, if ever. But yeah, I think you you know so many kind of nailed it. Uh, Buffalo's defense has just been playing very, very poorly, and their their goaltending is not is not great either. Yeah, Anderson might be a little bit better than UPL, um, but both of them both of them have been struggling. And uh, something I have in my notes here is Buffalo has a huge game tomorrow night against the Panthers. Um, it could be a little bit of a look ahead towards that game. I mean, I think that game you know matters a lot more. You know, they're both but they're both important, but that uh, that Panthers team is a lot more is a lot closer. So this could be a, a could be a a kind of a bad scheduling spot for for Buffalo, and like I said, Tampa Bay twenty one and four at home. I'm not I'm not looking to go against that, and the the market is right on my numbers. I have Tampa Bay minus two oh three here, so there will be no play for me here. Okay, and move on then. Uh, this one is going to be interesting. If you guys have anything here, but we did just kind of mention some of the teams that are sitting ahead of Buffalo. One of those teams would be the Washington Capitals still sitting outside of a playoff spot at home tonight against Anaheim. And uh, Washington has been struggling of late five game losing streak, three and seven in their last 10 here. Um, sitting behind Detroit and Pittsburgh in between them and Florida, two points back of Florida right now, one game in hand on them. Five points back of the Islanders, two games in hand on the Islanders. Obviously, Anaheim, one of the worst teams, tied for last in the NHL with the Columbus Blue Jackets. But this Washington team, it's not like we can trust them very much lately. So, Russ, if you're looking at this one, uh, how do you kind of look? How do you kind of handicap these two teams on one t on one end who probably should be a little bit better, but they're really, really struggling as of late with Washington. 
Yeah. So, you know, I think um, both these teams are sort of, you know, bottom of the league and both of them are, are very much struggling. Like you said, three and seven for the caps in the last 10 games. It just, that was after they kind of got it going there for a while. So, you know, basically start here by looking at the number and I do, I mean, I think this number is pretty crazy to, to line the, the caps at minus 300 is pretty nuts. Uh, but then you break down some of the break down some of the stuff here, and as you said, the Ducks are absolutely atrocious. They can't they can't score, and they can't stop any scoring. So I think you know something to note here would be maybe a look at the under and just expect hope Darcy Kemper allows one or so, and that the uh, that the the Ducks, I'm sorry, the the Caps put up like three, like a three one final or a four one final, but. Other than that, I really, I mean, I can't make a case for either side here. If you're, if you're getting crazy and uh, you have like a round robin parlay or something crazy like that, you might throw the ducks in there just as a long shot. Uh, because yeah, some of this minus three fifty, minus three thirty on the caps is is nuts to me. Um, I actually, yeah, I have this game a little bit, a lot closer to like minus two two twenty for the caps. Um, but like you said, the ducks are so bad at, and on the road. I don't. This will be no play for me, and I don't have much to say on this game. Yeah, normally I would uh normally I would agree with Russ here, but but the ducks are so bad, man. And like this yeah. is this is like one of those examples where where mm-hmm. yeah, like like I I I show an edge on the ducks as well, but at this number, but I'm not gonna let that right just sure. because like yeah. I see what the what I see what, what the ducks are. Um I mean maybe Mason McTavish can send text off the bench this time to a to a <laughs> Connor Bedard, right? Game trying to like get him to Anaheim. But I mean I and and I'm not interested in laying this number on the Capitals even with yeah. with Ovechkin back uh, probably and uh I'm not interested in doing anything with the with the ducks either unless if you are um giving me a cheap six and a half. Sure. Yeah, and Anaheim, they are on that six-game losing streak as well. You're looking at Washington saying, oh, wow, Washington, five-game, Anaheim, six-game losing streak. They're pushing. They're watching Bedard. He's got 111 points in 43 games yeah. in the WHL right now. Like, uh, that's not bad. That wouldn't look too bad yeah. in Anaheim there. So Yeah, definitely. And, like, yeah, one team, one team is sort of incentivized to win with the Caps. A little bit, and one team is literally incentivized to lose. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I think, I think, I think Bedard would look terrible in a Ducks jersey. Yeah, that would suck. That would be awful. I would hate to watch him there. Yeah, where do you want him to go? So money. <laughs> <laughs> we're yeah. we're team tank around here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what everybody. And then you got Moreto that comes on, and he's like, just wants the Canadians to lose every game. <laughs> Yeah, Tuesday was the most miserable show because Todd is a Devils fan and Moretto's a a Habs fan and Moretto wanted the Devils to beat the Habs. (laughs) Yeah, no, it's so good. um, Connor Hartle is asking, and so Money, I know that is something you said you're looking into a little bit more. It's not something you're fully into quite yet, but uh, Connor Hartle is asking here, OV shot props. I don't know, Russ, so Money, if either of you have any opinions on uh, on any OV shot props here tonight. I'll pull it up real quick, but mm-hmm. there you go. Over four and a half, minus 115, under four and a half, plus 100, best available for OV here tonight. So that does seem like a little bit high to me. And just, this is just based on like my very preliminary work here um, as I delve deeper into the props markets. Mm-hmm. Um, but... Um, 
Yeah, and Anaheim just just gives up so much. So right, so so yeah. so like I'd have trouble reconciling if like that looks like a lot, but it's but it's uh, but it's good enough based on what Anaheim gives up. So um, I'm not sure. Um, it like on first glance it looks like a lot to me, but um, I'm not I'm not too sure though. Yeah, yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to steer you either way here. Um, you know, he's missed quite a few games recently because of his, his the passing of his father. Um, you know, who's to say he comes out, you know, just firing away or if he comes out and, you know, hangs back a bit against a terrible team. I think uh there's so many variables that could go into that handicap that, you know, if you unless you have a really good edge or a really good idea, you're better off just looking elsewhere. And, you know. Okay. So we'll stay off that, but uh, fair enough. And also I'll pull this up real quick because there is a question about it. But uh, asking if he's plus money for goal scorer tonight, he is not. You can find him anytime goal. Alex Ovechkin minus 120. Uh, shop around minus 115s out there, but definitely he's not plus money to score tonight. Um, likely factoring in what you guys have just talked about here with Anaheim, their poor defensive play and so everything like that, as well as probably a little bit of the narrative that goes in. Another game here, uh, a team that is going to be clawing to get points, the Pittsburgh Penguins at home facing against the Edmonton Oilers here tonight. Edmonton holding on to the first wildcard spot in the West, whereas Pittsburgh, on the other hand, one point out of the playoffs right now. Point back of Florida. They got four games in hand on them. Four points back of the Islanders. Five games in hand on the Islanders. Four, five, and one in their last ten and on a three-game losing streak right now. This Pittsburgh team has been struggling a little bit as of late. Uh, likely going to look to add some pieces here at the deadline and try to turn things around. But facing off against an Edmonton team who uh, four, one, and five in their last ten. Russ, if you're looking at this one, between two teams on a similar kind of course of action just over the last 10, where do you kind of look to, uh, to back? Who do you kind of look to back in this one? Yeah. So, you know, just to start, we did play the Oilers at minus one Oh five this morning. Um, unfortunately we missed the plus money. Uh, but like I was talking to Zach about, I was very surprised to see this Oilers team open at plus money. Now I understand this is a little bit of a, uh, you know, do you want to buy low on the pens at home here against a team that gives up a, you know, a ton of chances? Um, or do you want to, you know, continue backing a team and the Oilers that have played fairly well, but got a kind of a, a couple of crazy results the last few games. So, you know, I'll kind of break down our reasoning behind why, why I took the Oilers and, um, you know, just looking at looking at some of the things under the hood here, you know, the number one thing is the Pittsburgh's defense. Pittsburgh's defense has just been absolutely atrocious the last 10 games, um, the last 25 games even. They are 31st in expected goals allowed the last 10 games, 29th in expected goals the last 25 games, so a little bit bigger sample size. Um, this team is, you know, they just can't stop any shots at all. Um, a little bit of a concern because the Oilers are missing Evander Kane, but I still think that, you know, minus 105, minus 110, I think I still think the Oilers are a pretty good play. Um, basically, you know, the Pittsburgh has allowed 39 goals in the last 10 games. It's down there with the Canucks, the Ducks, the Blues. That's the fourth most in the last 10 games. And uh, the Oilers are really good on the road. They're a lot better road team. They're 17 and eight on the road this year. Um, 
And then a little bit, you know, I think I think McDavid and uh, Drysdale will get up for these games, get up for these games to be compared against Sidney Crosby, compared with some of the, you know, they're obviously up the best forwards in the league, but it's nice to uh, to play against some of the best forwards as well. So I think both these teams should have scoring chances. I think this should be a very high scoring game. Honestly, wouldn't be surprised if we get like a five three Edmonton win, even like a six three um, look. So yeah, I'm I'm happily taking the Oilers here as a as a short short dog on the road. I guess it's they're more like a favorite now, but I'm I'm still taking them here. Yeah, they kind of have flipped over here now. Yeah, they're taking a little bit of money. Um, yeah, rightfully so. But yeah, that one away is is just fine. All right, and so money this plays into uh, your future that you're looking at as well, and. Carnal Hartle bringing up, we are all Oilers here tonight. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Oilers Penguins uh, Cup final would be uh, very good for me personally. Um, <laughs> not good for you, Zach, but uh, but I would love that. Um, yeah, I mean, th- these are two teams that have uh, caused me immense pain lately. Uh, we have the Oilers giving up three goal leads every game, and we have the Penguins unable to play defense. And not able to get goaltending when it matters. Um, yeah, the um, um, Russ mentioned it. The Oilers will generate whatever they want here, um, especially with the uh, with, with the Penguins continuing to deal with injuries on defense. Um, I do give the Penguins. Um, I know Russ uh, brought up their um, defensive numbers. I do give them a bit of a break um, because of all the injuries they've had, mm-hmm. and also because they've been without their starting goalie for a while. And what we've seen this year is that there is a big difference between Jari and, um, and DeSmith and, and uh, Tokarski. So I, I give them a break with that. I'm not ready to um, come down on the pens too hard right now until I see them getting some bodies back um, for the Oilers. We do need to confirm their goaltending. Um, Campbell is back to his kind of poor form. Um, that has plagued him most most of the season, uh, and even though Skinner has been average form lately, um, <clears throat> he is still the best option there. So, um, <clears throat> if it is uh, Skinner, um, I'll probably pass on this game anyways. But if it's uh, if it's Campbell, then I'd be interested in the over, even with um, even with Kane not not in the lineup. Okay, uh, so keep an eye out for some of the goalie news as things come out. Uh, but we did make the official play on that one as uh, the Edmonton money line minus 108. And again, if you want to see these picks, you can go and find us in the Bet Stamp app in the Find Better section as Edgework HQ. And there you go, Alex B. Smith saying, I'm on Oilers too. Like them to carry that momentum from the Flyers. Come nice. back, win. We are all Oilers. <laughs> nice. Yeah, this, it should be a good game. Uh, in the East, again, another team looking to push into a playoff spot, uh, kind of just hanging around on the outside. The Detroit Red Wings at home taking on the New York Rangers tonight. Detroit two points out of the playoffs. They're 7-3 and three in their last 10, coming off a win against the Washington Capitals, 3-1 to one there. This team is 14-11-3 at home so far this season, so about 500, but picking up a couple extra points with some of those OT losses. But facing off against a Rangers team, who is on a two-game losing streak coming into this one? There, third in the Metro right now, eight points clear of the entire wild card situation going on there. Four points back of New Jersey, nine points back of Carolina. Uh, Russ, looking at this game tonight between the Rangers and the Red Wings, 
Obviously, Detroit going to be a little bit desperate to continue to get points if they want to have any shot at making the playoffs here in a little bit of a limbo before they get to the deadline, trying to figure out what they want to do and where they're going to be at at that point. Maybe convince uh, convince the GM, Stevie, Stevie Y out there, yeah, give us an opportunity and we'll push in. But uh, if you're looking at this one, how do you kind of break down tonight's game between these two teams? Yeah, this is a really tricky, tricky matchup for me. Both of these teams have given me issues all year. Um, my numbers have supported Detroit the last few games. We have basically ignored it and not played on them. That's come back to bite me in the butt, basically. They've been playing super well. But you go down and you look at some of these numbers, and they're really not playing that well. Even the last 10 games, 31st in expected goals for. I mean, that's just crazy. They've got 33 goals in the last 10 games, but they're 31st in expected goals. So that tells you they're, you know, they're getting some some luck on their side, some variance on their side. Um, I just don't buy this Detroit Red Wings team at all. I, uh, you know, a couple weeks ago I talked on here about um, hearing Derek Lalonde on a podcast, and he was kind of thinking that they were tanking. Obviously, that the players are are not, you know, buying into tanking at all. And then, you know, on the flip side, I've been anti Rangers pretty much all year. They just keep winning. They have pretty poor metrics. They're kind of middle of the road metrics with one of the most elite goalies in the league. So somehow they just keep on winning. Um, so this is a really strange spot for me. I just don't buy Detroit, even though my numbers do say that there's a small edge there um, a little bit. You know, another thing to note is the Rangers are a lot better on the road, 17 and five on the road this year uh, than they are. You know, they're a lot better on the road than they are at home. So and then, you know, you look at the goalie matchup and Huso's just been pretty bad. The last few games he's been good, but he is overall he's 67th in goals saved above expectation this year, which is not not good compared to Igor, who's ninth. Um, this will be a pass for me. It's it's tricky spot. I honestly, my numbers lean Detroit, but, you know, I just don't buy them. And, uh, yeah, this will be a pass for me. I'll, I'll be interested to hear what, what so money says here. Yeah, I think uh, Zach, you were you were talking about uh, kind of Detroit being in limbo. I think uh, Steve Eiserman is uh, savvy enough to um, understand that um, they don't need to push it this year, um, yeah. unless if they have guys that they know that they're not going to be able to sign. Um, <clears throat> those those are the guys that jump out. But in terms of bringing people in to make a push, I think I think that that would be a foolish move for the. For the sure. for, for the Red Wings, um, the the Rangers have lost uh, two straight, including a bit of an unlucky loss to the Jets last game. We we were on the Jets, and um, that was a pretty fortunate win for for a Winnipeg. A lot of things had to go right for them there. Um, however, let's um, let's go through the Wings' recent wins here. Um, twice against Calgary, one one was a coin flip, and the other one was fortunate. Um, twice against the Canucks. Um, not to say there, um, a lucky win against the Oilers and a win against a depleted Capitals team, right? So even though on the surface it looks like Detroit is getting themselves back um, into the thick of things here, we need to um, keep keep that in, in perspective. And now they're stepping up in class against, um, against the Rangers as well. Uh, the concern I have with the Rangers, um, and it's something we've talked about the last couple of weeks, and... Um, and 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 that's a recent form of Igor Shosturkin. Um, he he acknowledged it himself, um, saying that his his confidence has been has been affected recently. Um, now again, there's no need for any long term concern with him, uh, but something to keep in mind when the Rangers are playing teams that can go with them offensively. 
Um, it's just that Detroit is not that team, and Detroit wants to play play a low, uh, kind of a low event kind of games. So um, we we kind of have a contrast here. I'm not interested in Detroit. Um, I don't want to lay that number on the Rangers either. Um, mm. I would normally want to look at the over, but um, because of the kind of contrast in style here, um, I'll be I'll be off this game completely. Yeah, this one is interesting for me for the range or for the Red Wings, excuse me, because I mean, so many you're bang on there in terms of like Stevie Steve Eiserman knows what's going on and knows what to do not to bring guys in. It's just kind of looking at a Bertuzzi, um, uh, Dylan Larkin. What do you do with them? Maybe keep yeah. them around, try to keep them through this, and say, hey, we're close. We're closer than we were last year. We can push and make get pieces next year and then try to bring them back? Or do you just kind of admit defeat on those ones and say, maybe we can't get these guys back. We're not going to make the playoffs, ship them out the door. So interesting to watch some of these teams have to make decisions as they approach the deadline, even kind of hearing that the next team in this next game uh, is looking at maybe acquiring a guy like Timo Meyer, and that would be the St. Louis Blues at home tonight against the Vancouver Canucks. So money, I just leave it there. I, we know what both of these teams are. Neither of them are going to make the playoffs at this point. Uh, I don't know what to tell you, Bill, what's going on with Vancouver because I'm not even sure that the guys in the front office could tell you what they're doing right now and going to face a, a St. Louis team on the road tonight. What do you look at between these two teams? Goals. Give me goals. Um, <laughs> I've been talking about this all season. Um, you you look at a Canucks games, you... You you bet the over and you move on. Um, they they have they have no interest in playing defense. Um, their 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 goaltending is uh, below NHL caliber. Um, they just want to score goals. I want to play pond hockey. And uh, Blues are getting a couple of guys back. Uh, uh, Sod and Butchnevich should be back in the lineup today. Um, and they're also struggling defensively as well for the most part. And their goaltending is inconsistent as well. So. Um, We've seen the Canucks totals adjust here finally the last couple of weeks. Um, I think that last game, um, a six and a half with Soros, and, and that goes over as well. So I think that yeah. we're done with the six and a half for the most part. Um, the the alt lines at the plus money sevens, um, I think that's good too. So um, there we see a plus 112 on a seven, plus 110. Yeah, we're still... we're. We're still in range there, so yeah. Give, give me the plus money sevens. There's no, the, there's no reason to stop Benny Canucks overs right now. Yep. Yeah, I can't uh, can't argue with with anything that so many said earlier in the season. We were basically playing every Canucks over with that, uh, you know, depleted defense or the AHL defense like we were talking about. Obviously, the uh, the markets have adjusted on us a little bit, and mostly seeing sevens now. Um, for all of their games, unless they play an elite goalie. But yeah, I don't, you know, there's nothing, not too much I can add. Both these teams have allowed over 40 goals in their last 10 games, uh, 42 for the Blues and 45 for the Canucks. So, you know, there's just, just poor, poor defense. And um, yeah, I think you could, you could easily make a case and get to eight goals here. Yeah, easily. And especially if you're going to get plus money seven, that's a, that's a good play. Quickly, before we move on to the next game here, uh, one of the plays that we had tracked from So Money, I think it was about two weeks ago, maybe three weeks ago now, was the Edmonton Oilers Stanley Cup future. We played that at plus 1,800. 
Eric Farrington asking here, at what price is it valuable to get involved on Edmonton to win the cup if you missed the 18? I have 14 available at a local. Yeah, that's a that's a great question. Um, I think 14 is on like the lower range range for me right now. Um, let me just look up what the uh, what we're kind of seeing in the market right now. Yeah, I think you know 14 is about a good as good as number as you'll find. Um, I was looking the other day; it was like 12 or 11. So 14 is not a terrible number, but yeah, you're giving up about about a percent and a half of uh, implied value if you miss the 18. Um, so, you know, that would be a, that would be a pass for me personally. Um, but, you know, if you have conviction in, in how this team is playing, you know, can't stop you. Yeah. F- 14 is on like the lower range for me right now. Um, but um, I mean, I, I do that, um, that they sh- still should be priced a little bit lower than that, but I I wouldn't go much lower than that right now, much lower than the 14, especially because I'm seeing um, I I don't know if um, if Eric has access to um, to uh, offshores, but I I'm I'm still seeing 16 and 17 right now, so I think um, that oh, nice. that 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 is more where I would I would be at. All right, uh, another game tonight here uh boston taking on seattle boston right now still remains first in the uh, atlantic and in the nhl 13 points up on the maple leafs uh, and they have two games in hand on toronto in there as well six three and one in their last 10 on a four game win streak this team is great at home on the road doesn't really matter either way going into seattle to face a team who's holding on to third in the Pacific right now, four, five, and one in the last ten, just coming off a loss to the San Jose Sharks. Russ, looking at this game, do you feel like we may have an opportunity for Seattle tonight to kind of break that streak against the Bruins, uh, sitting at plus money at home? Yeah, yeah, I do. Um, this is going to be a uh, wait and see on the goalie for me, as I've talked about a few different times on this show. Um, I do have Grubauer, a significant upgrade from Martin Jones. I just cannot. Cannot support Martin Jones from the past few years. He's just he's just been terrible. But no, Grubauer has been playing a lot better recently. He's 22nd in goals saved above expectation, and uh, Martin Jones is down there at 59th. Obviously, you know the Bruins are going to have a big edge in goal, no matter who they're playing with. Uh, Olmark, you know, is just absolutely amazing. But yeah, so you know, if we do get Grubauer in goal, then plus 155 is certainly a play for me here, uh, just to dig under the hood a little bit. You know, the Kraken have beaten this team already, beaten the Bruins at home, so the, they should have a little bit of confidence there. And this is kind of a tough scheduling spot for the Bruins. They've been kind of traveling all over, back and forth, um, since the since the uh, beginning of the year. And, you know, they played in Boston. Now they're going to have to travel all the way across the country for this one. And it's, a, it's kind of a late start for them, so they might be a little bit sleepy there. Um, but, yeah, you know, like you said, Boston, the Bruins are awesome either way. But when they do lose, generally it is on the road, 19-6 on the road, 24-2 and two at home. And uh, Seattle is decent at home but not great, 15-10. and 10. So I think, you know, I think this is just a little bit mispriced. I think that the Bruins should probably be closer to minus 140 or so, especially if we get uh, Grubauer in goal. Um, so, yeah, plus 155, you know, I'll take a flyer here. Pro- like I said, I'll probably, 
I'll probably try and wait until we get confirmation. But I mean, what do you think on the uh, on the goalie here, so money? Oh, I'm I'm fairly certain that they're going to go with Grubauer. Um, okay, I think yeah. that I mean, we can lock it in just because that'll probably dip to like plus one forty if uh, if we do get Grubauer. I think we will dip. So I, I will take that plus one fifty five all day. Um, you know, it's it's not a comfortable spot stepping in front of this Bruins train, but you know, at this price, you have to look to do it every once in a while. And I think this is a great spot. You know, this is a great spot. Yeah, I think um, Russ uh, Russ mentioned it with the difference in goaltending. The uh, it was um, it was cute with a uh, Martin Jones run there, but where uh, where we are back to who we are with Martin Jones. So that's uh, that's actually nice to see for me. If you've been following yeah. me for a while, you know why that uh, why I appreciate Martin Jones getting back to what he is. But yeah, for sure. Um, but other than that, um, yeah, I I I agree with Russ. Um, just based on the number, I think that there is some value on um, in Seattle. Um, Brad Marchand did did mention that um, if you don't it, if you win the President's Trophy and you win the Cup, it, it doesn't matter. And while I do agree with him, I I will take that as a personal shot at the Canucks. Um, but um, <laughs> other, other than that, I, I don't I don't, I don't have anything um, on 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 this game except um, you could make a case um, as Russ has has for the. Uh, for the for the Kraken. All right, and so many. What would your thoughts be here, looking at a game between Calgary and Vegas? Vegas tonight is uh, at home, first, sitting at first in the Pacific right now. Calgary is two points out of a playoff spot. They did just beat the Coyotes six to three the other day. Uh, not being a very good road team this year, twelve nine and nine on the road. Now that's not necessarily to say that they've been a very good home team either. But uh, going into Vegas to play the Golden Knights. Or how would you kind of break that one down? So I do think Vegas rise here a little bit. Um, I think Brassois back in um, back in goal. Um, he's 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 actually serviceable. Um, and he, I think he gets undervalued by the market quite a bit. Um, I I saw that firsthand with um with a couple of games he had um against the Canucks when he was with the Jets. Um, so I I I do think that um he he's an upgrade. Um, over Thompson and Hill, um, so um, and I think that regardless of the of the loss to um, sh- or in spite of the loss to Chicago, I I, I still think that Vegas is um, is is on the rise. Calgary, <laughs> I would expect to go with Markstrom to, to, tonight um, on the mm-hmm. uh, on the on the back end. He's just not someone who I do want to bet on. So. Um, that being said, I think that um, Vegas moved uh, pretty early um, during the during the mid one one thirties low one one thirties range. I I would have wanted that in the in the mid to high of minus one twenty. So um, if for any reason that's not news related, if that dips, um, I would be on Vegas. But other than that, I think it's um, I think it's lined correctly based on the factors that we have in um, that that we have on hand. Yeah, I I don't have much to add there. You know, uh, Vegas is a lot better on the road. They're kind of they're kind of been struggling at home um, playing in the, you know, in in Sin City. And, uh, you know, I've been pretty much anti this Flames team all year. Markstrom has just been poor, poor. So I would definitely not play the Flames here. The only way I would lean is Vegas. Okay. (laughs) 
And final game of the night, Nashville going to take on San Jose. Kind of feels like Nashville's uh, hopes at the playoffs are out of reach at this point. Seven points out of a spot. You got two games in hand on Minnesota there, but can't imagine that's going to account for too much, especially as you look at even Calgary st- still stands in between them. Even though Nashville's six and four in their last ten, you're now hearing news that maybe they're looking to move on from uh, Fabro and potentially other pieces out of Nashville there going to face off against the San Jose team at home tonight who has been relatively atrocious at home. 6-14-7 home record for the Sharks. Uh, Russ, you go between these two teams, Nashville, San Jose. Is this, a, is this a game you just stay away from or is there anything you'd look at at all? Yeah, this is sort of an interesting game for me because I kind of have these two teams evenly matched and I was kind of surprised to see the Preds open at minus 130, minus 135. Uh, now at the opening price at the Sharks at plus 120, I thought that was very, very good. And uh, that got hammered overnight, uh, woke up and it was all the way down to plus 110, plus 105. So I think it basically got bet right into where it's supposed to be. Um, you know, gun to my head, I do see some value on the Sharks as a home dog. Just because of the, you know, I think that there's a little bit of a narrative, like you said, with the Preds just kind of giving up after after falling out of the playoff race. Seven points back from the wild card. That's just probably too many points to make up. Um, and this Preds team's not very good. They have a very, very good goalie, uh, but their their defense is still very bad. 24th in expected goals allowed the last 10 games. Um, but, you know, the Sharks do generate quite a few chances. Uh, but they're just terrible at home. I don't know what the deal is with the Sharks at home. Six, six wins, like you said, at home in regulation. Um, so it's kind of a weird, weird spot. So, and obviously the goalie, you know, discrepancy is just massive here. The Sharks goalies are terrible. 83rd in gold saved um, for Reimer and 89th in goal saved above expectation for Kapokokkanen. So I don't know what, I don't know what you do here, man. Uh you know, if you got gave me plus one twenty, plus one twenty five on the Sharks, I'd probably make that a play. Um, with at plus one hundred five, I kind of lean that way, but uh, I think that's pretty, pretty fairly on market, so I will be passing here. Okay. Yeah, Russ mentioned the Sharks goaltending. Um, Evgeny wow. Nabokov was a uh, was on the ice, so maybe uh, maybe he's going to be in. But uh, yeah, he. <laughs> um, um, there's some uh, lineup concerns for the. Uh, for the Sharks here, uh, Timo Meyer obviously questionable. Um, we're also seeing um, Carlson and Hurdle are, are slated to play, but like we said last week, um, I do like the Sharks here, um, but I I don't want to get caught with the Sharks ticket and then we see like they've traded a bunch of guys. So sure. um, um, I do like the Sharks. I've been anti Nashville all season. Um, I don't think that. They warrant this number on the road. Mm-hmm. Um, even if UC Soros is, is in net, what we're kind of seeing now is that, and uh, I do anticipate this going forward with him, is that he's had such a big workload and um, and he's been, he's he's played so well over the course of the season. Um, he's, um, he's kind of masked a lot of the natural de- um, deficiencies, but at mm-hmm. some point, um, you 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 start wearing down when you're when when you're playing behind a bad defense, and I think that that's something to look forward to. So um, I don't think the Nashville warrants this number on the road. Um, if if big if there's no um, lineup shenanigans by the Sharks, 
um, closer to game time, then that's the side that I would be on. But um, I, I, I need to make sure that I'm not getting screwed with the, with the Sharks lineup information. For okay. I I think that about does it for today's show. Greatly appreciate everyone who tuned in here. If you want to see the picks that we gave out today, you want to see how we did, make sure, or how we do throughout the season, how we do after the end of the night, make sure to go over to the Edgework HQ bet stamp account. You can find that in the find better section, drop down to 36.9 units. So we got to get that back up. We were at about 44 to start this week it's been a little bit of a tough one so hopefully we can uh, pick some winners here today but official picks locked in today columbus money line edmonton money line the over seven in the st louis canucks game as well as the seattle kraken money line but if you want to see these picks you want to track them in real time head over to the bet stamp app on ios and android and you can see them in the find better section as edgework hq if you enjoyed the content today please make sure to like this stream subscribe to the channel if you haven't already and if you're interested in nba picks nba previews head over to the board nba coming on after this show uh on the the board nba youtube channel you can see basically the hockey or the basketball version of this hockey show going on after this so make sure to check that out as well but russ so money thank you guys for your time your insight today is greatly appreciated i look forward to talking to you guys next week and for everyone else watching look forward to seeing you guys tomorrow morning 10 30 a.m eastern time right back here on the edgework hq youtube channel good luck with your bets tonight we'll see everyone tomorrow